This is a podcast from the Nuffield Department of Medicine. Dr Barbara Fielding talks about her research on the metabolism of fatty acids. Hello Barbara. Hello Anna. What happens to the fats that we eat? Well, when we eat fat, it's uh, first digested in the gut and then it's absorbed by small cells that line the small intestine and they package the fat into the particles which contain protein and other compounds which make it soluble uh, for travelling in the blood, otherwise it would separate out a bit like oil and water. And in fact, if you take a blood sample from someone who's taken, has eaten a fatty meal, you can see the fat, it, it'll look a bit cloudy in, in the plasma, the plasma is the part of uh, the blood when you separated out the cells, and if you take another sample a few hours later, it's cleared. And one of the important tissues for clearing um, fat from the blood is muscle. This is a high requirement for energy and fat is energy dense. So that helps to clear uh, a lot of the fat. And then uh, what's left over is taken up by adipose tissue by our fat depots and it's stored there for later. And what techniques do you use to trace fat metabolism? We have a very special technique in Oxford. We use um, fats that are enriched with heavy atoms. Typically we use carbon or hydrogen and these are perfectly safe to give in humans. And we give them as part of a test meal or we can give them intravenously, so that's into a vein, either as a, a dose or a continuous infusion. And we can then trace it into the blood and then follow it as it's cleared. And we can even measure the uptake into specific tissues. And how can it affect people with obesity or diabetes? Well, people with obesity who have an increased risk of getting type 2 diabetes generally have a slower uh, metabolism of fatty acids. So, for example, we uh, did a study in lean and obese people and we looked at how they metabolised fat from three sequential meals, typical of what you'd have in 24 hours. And we found that whereas the lean people stored about 40% of the fat that they'd eaten in adipose tissue, about um, only 20, less than 20% was stored by people who have obesity. And this means that the fat is not safely stored where it should be in adipose tissue and could then go on to lodge in other tissues such as liver, which could ultimately lead to increased risk of cardiovascular disease. And what's the most important lines of research that have occurred over the past five or ten years? Well, what I think is particularly interesting is the knowledge that different body shapes are important with regard to fat metabolism. So we all know that it's um, important not to have too much fat, but it's also important where the fat is stored. And uh, a study in The Lancet recently showed that whereas people who had more fat around their stomachs had an increased risk of heart disease, people who stored it more around their hips were actually protective. Um, and this is very interesting, and we've done a study to start to investigate this, and we found, um, along with other people, that fat metabolism is, is different in the different depots, and this could account for the differences in health risk. So why does your line of research matter? Why should we put money into it? Well, obesity is a really big problem. About 61% of people in England at the moment are either obese or overweight, and this puts a tremendous burden on our healthcare services. So it's really important that we try and find ways of targeting um, treatment for all the complications that result from diabe diabetes and obesity. 
And how does your research fit into translational medicine within the department? Well, translational medicine is all about um, moving from the bench side to the bedside and in a way we're already at the bedside because we carry out our research in whole people. Um, and this is possible because we have a clinical research unit at OCDEM and this is, um, has really good services and it's staffed by research nurses and they help to recruit and carry out the studies with us and even when we have a study that's happening, we can take the samples up to the lab and start processing them. Thank you, Barbara.